It's Hard to Believe, the podcast that brings you absolutely true but very hard to believe stories. I'm your host, G Wiz. Now let's get into it. Om Sati Returns. Dorothy Edie was born again in London on January 16, 1904. No, not because she was a Christian, but according to Dorothy, also known as Om Sati, she was reincarnated. And just like most people who claim to be reincarnated, she believed that she was someone very important in her previous life. How come no one ever says in my past life I was a manure shoveler? Maybe we just want to forget those lives. Anyway, she claimed to have been a priestess in ancient Egypt. Now, before you poke too much fun, let's examine the life of this eccentric woman. It's hard to believe. At the tender age of just three years old, Dorothy took a very nasty tumble down a flight of stairs. The family doctor pronounced her dead and began to prepare for embalming. An hour later, quite unexpectedly, the lifeless body of the little girl roared back to life. But she was never going to be the same again. For one thing, the young girl now inexplicably had a foreign accent. But more alarming was her request to be taken back home. She was already in her home. The three-year-old did her best to describe the home she wanted to go back to. She described buildings made with giant columns. Her parents could not make sense of it. Then, one year later, the now four-year-old Dorothy was taken to visit the British Museum, which is renowned for its Plunders of Egypt exhibit. When Dorothy laid eyes on a photo of the Temple of Seti I, she cried out, There's my home! Then she asked, Where are the trees? Where are the gardens? She reportedly ran through the exhibit, kissing the feet of the statues. Please keep in mind, this is a very devout Christian family, one that now has a four-year-old Egyptian priestess on their hands. The museum experience had a lasting and profound impact on Dorothy. She decided right away to study hieroglyphics. Her love of all things Egypt did not fit in well with the family's conservative Christian church. She was expelled from Sunday school for comparing Christianity to Netarism, the ancient religion of Egypt. Later, a visit from a priest let it be known that the girl was no longer welcome at Roman Catholic Mass when they learned that she only liked it because it reminded her of the ancient Egyptian ceremonies. While the church may have shunned her, academia welcomed her. She was invited to explore her curiosity and fascination about ancient Egypt by E.A. Wallace Budge, a famous English Egyptologist who ran into her often at the museum. After studying hieroglyphics with him, she was offered a position at Egyptian Magazine. While there, she outspokenly supported Egyptian nationalism and promoted the glory of the ancient Egyptian dynasties. She also finally fell in love with something besides ancient Egypt. Well, sort of. He was Egyptian, but he wasn't ancient. In 1933, her husband would finally bring her home to Cairo to meet his well-established family. Once there, she took the Egyptian name Bobul Abd el-Magid. My apologies for whatever I just did to her name. It's supposed to mean Nightingale. She named her firstborn son Seti after the Egyptian god of chaos, storms, violence, and disorder. That'd be the perfect name for my nephew. Anyway, Om means mother in Arabic. So now she was known as Om Seti, the mother of Seti. But things weren't perfect in paradise. While working as an English teacher, Om Seti reported seeing the apparition of Hora, a 13th dynasty pharaoh. She claimed that Hora would tell her stories to remind her of her previous life. Om Seti wrote the stories down in cursive hieroglyphic text. Aren't you glad they didn't make us learn that in school? Her 70-page past life diary told the story of a young woman named Bent Rashid, which means Harp of Joy. For those of you who are counting, Dorothy Edie has four names so far. In this past life, Om Seti, aka Bent Rashid, described her life as the daughter of one of Seti I's soldiers and a vegetable seller. I guess it's okay for other people to be manual laborers in past lives. 
Her vegetable selling mother died when she was three, so she became the property of the Temple of Abydos and was raised to become a priestess. At just 12 years old, she became a consecrated virgin. Basically, that means virgin forever. A few years later, the pharaoh and living god, Seti I, and Bent Rashid, fell in love after meeting in the garden. In a crime against the goddess Isis, he got the young virgin priestess pregnant. The high priest of the temple declared that this was going to cause a lot of problems for the pharaoh. To protect the pharaoh's reputation, the young priestess killed herself. This was the story that broke the camel's back for Omseti's husband. In 1936, he divorced her to save his own reputation. By this time, she was fully entrenched in Egypt and never considered moving back to her native England. Instead, she took a job with the Department of Antiquities. It was there that she revealed what was a truly remarkable talent. It's hard to believe, but this story is about to get weirder. The scholars around her quickly realized that her knowledge and understanding of ancient Egyptian life was truly exceptional. She seemed to know things that no one else had yet discovered. She could look at long-forgotten sand-buried ruins and not only tell you where to dig, but also tell you exactly what you will find when you do. She could tell you where the gardens were and why, and she was right. Her intuition led to so many great contributions that reputable Egyptologists did not care about her claims of a past life. In fact, they would often seek her help in solving the most perplexing of ancient Egyptian mysteries. When she finally visited the ancient ruins of the Temple of Abydos in 1952, her belief that she was a reincarnated priestess from there was solidified. She transferred her work to the temple and continued living in Abydos even after her forced retirement in 1969. She may have wined and dined in the pharaoh's palace as Bent Rashid, but Om Seti lived an extremely modest life in our world. With just $30 a month to live on, she slept in mud brick houses surrounded by her pet cats, donkeys, and vipers. Yes, vipers. Did I forget to mention that she was also a snake charmer and a belly dancer who sold needlework to support her income? Om Seti, aka Bobul Abd El Magid, aka Bent Rashid, aka Dorothy Eady, was reunited with her long-lost lover, Seti I, and at the age of 81 was buried in her old, 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 old hometown of Abydos. Om Seti left this realm as a highly respected Egyptologist whose vast contributions to our understanding of ancient Egyptian life is undeniable. It's hard to believe, but to this day, no one, and believe me, they've tried, but no one has been able to prove that anything Om Seti ever said about ancient Egyptian life, rituals, monuments, language, and so on, has been anything other than 100% correct. You can find links and more information about this topic and our complete library at our website, hardtobelieve.blog. Thank you for listening. This has been Hard to Believe. I'm your host, G. Wiz, asking you to please like and subscribe for exclusive content.